The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by HubSpot. Imagine growing a business with high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, and wildly happy customers. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. LinkedIn presents. You really need to know who you are. You need to develop and invest in that self-knowledge. And that awareness uh, is about the things you care about, the way you want the world to be, your values, your preferences, your priorities, your beliefs. What uniquely do you bring to the world? How do you create value? Knowing that about yourself is so important because it gives you the empowerment. That's where you get the empowerment to say no. Happy Wednesday, friends. Welcome back to the Next Big Idea Daily, the podcast that offers up mini masterclasses from the latest in nonfiction. If you've been listening this week, you know we're working on our ability to say no. No, no, no. It's not that hard, is it? But Professor Vanessa Patrick has been telling us that it actually is hard. We've all been trained to be nice, to get along with others. And as part of that, we often end up agreeing to things we don't want to do. As Vanessa explains in her new book, The Power of Saying No, the new science of how to say no that puts you in charge of your life, it turns out that saying no is a skill. It's a muscle we need to develop and a habit we need to practice. And it's one that has been honed to a superpower by at least one of America's most successful people. Master the art of empowered refusal. One of the strongest advocates for the power of saying no has been Oprah Winfrey. On April 10, 1994, Oprah wrote the words that she keeps on her desk as a daily reminder. Never again will I do anything for anyone that I do not feel directly from my heart. I will not attend a meeting, make a phone call, write a letter, sponsor or participate in any activity in which every fiber of my being does not resound yes. I will act with the intent to be true to myself. How do we all develop this Oprah-inspired behavior? Using a handy acronym, ART, I share three competencies that we need to develop to practice and master the art of empowered refusal. Art stands for awareness, rules not decisions, and totality of self. Because of the you-centeredness of empowered refusal, a key competency you need to develop is self-awareness. To say no to something effectively, you need to look inwards and develop an understanding of your own values, beliefs, priorities, and preferences. This deepened self-awareness will enable you to sift between the good-for-me activities and the not-good-for-me activities and help you decide what to say yes to and what to say no to. The second competency is to rely on that self-knowledge to create simple rules that guide your actions and decisions. I call these simple rules personal policies. Personal policies help strengthen your refusal and empower you to say no with conviction and determination. When we lean on our personal policies, we come across with greater conviction and determination. 
The third competency to remember is that empowered refusal is a whole body activity that involves both verbal and non-verbal communication cues to be effective. A refusal is an act of communication, and when you use empowered language like I don't, I always, I never, you need to accompany these words with empowered body language and non-verbal gestures like a smile by leaning forward and using friendly gestures to reinforce that your refusal is about you and your preferences and not a rejection of the asker. He suggests that, you know, the kind of first part of this is self-awareness. So this is a key competency we need to develop. And I, if I understand correctly, it's we want to develop that awareness of, of what our own preferences are, what our own needs are, um, what our own competencies are, and so therefore have clear boundaries around what we say yes and no to. Is that right? Absolutely. So empowered refusal is a no that stems from your identity. And in order to implicate your identity, you really need to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You need to develop and invest in that self-knowledge. And that awareness uh, is about the things you care about, the way you want the world to be, your values, your preferences, mm -hmm. your priorities, your beliefs. What uniquely do you bring to the world? How mm -hmm. do you create value? Mm -hmm. Knowing that about yourself is so important mm -hmm. because it gives you the empowerment. That's where you get the empowerment to say no. Right. And once we've developed this deepened self-awareness, then we need to go to the second step, which is to develop rules around with, that give voice to these values, mm -hmm. preferences, priorities, and beliefs. And I call these rules personal policies. Personal policies are simple rules that we set up for ourselves that give voice to our values and priorities mm -hmm. and shape our actions and decisions. And so these personal policies, they form the infrastructure that allow us to say yes to the things that we want to say yes to and no to the things that we don't. Mm -hmm. And so once we have these personal policies in place, we have a better sense of the kind of things that we want to say yes to and the kind of things we want to say no to. And so in any domain, understanding what the pain point is Understanding and reflecting with self-awareness about where you stand in, on these matters. Right. What do you care about? How do you want things to be? And then developing policies around them. So, for example, some people don't take red-eye flights because it doesn't work for them. Yeah. When I teach this, I very often use travel as the domain because hmm. everyone has their travel preferences. Mm -hmm. right? Everyone likes either an aisle seat right. or doesn't like to fly in the night. So if we can have our preferences and make our travel bookings in accordance with those preferences, we can do that in any domain. Yeah. I have to ask, are you a window or aisle person when you're flying? I'm definitely an aisle person. Oh, interesting. Interesting. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wonder if you have any tips for how we can figure out our preferences or 
maybe more deeply our values, our priorities? I mean, is this something we just have to come to through life experience or do you have any ideas for how we can work on that? So I talk a lot about in, this in the book in terms of how we can reach deeper self-awareness about mm -hmm. the things that matter. So, you know, reflecting and taking the time to think about how you want things to be and then noting those things down and kind of crafting personal policies around them. So there's a framework in the book that I that I call the dream framework that walks people through how to set up a personal policy. So it starts with identifying a pain point and understanding why it is a pain point for you and uh, then developing personal policies around those pain points. Right. So what is it that's causing this particular thing to happen again and again? And how is it that I can create a system or put a system in place mm -hmm. to be able to get out of this situation? Mm -hmm. And it can be about anything. It could be anything from I'm not reading enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm getting super distracted with social media and Twitter and YouTube, and I'm, my reading is being neglected. How do I solve this problem? And mm. you can think about why you want to read, what is it that reading is giving you that you are not getting elsewhere, and then set up a system about when you read, how you read, what announcements do you have to make to other people so that you can actually carve out time to read. Right. How do you develop the self-discipline to, to be able to do that. It can be anything from like wanting to read more to wanting to stop eating a snack after dinner mm -hmm. to perhaps developing a running habit mm -hmm. or a writing habit. And the last part of your acronym is T for totality of self. Uh, I'm not sure I understand this one quite as much. So uh -huh. you seem to be saying that we want, this is maybe how we say no, that we want to say no with, with our voices, but also with our body language. Is that yes. right? So, so no is not just an act of speech. It's a whole body response. And the reason why totality of self is very important is because very often we might say no with our words, but our bodies are leaking mm. power. Our bodies give ourselves away and say, you know, I can be convinced otherwise right. my body is giving that away. Alternatively, we might even say yes, but our body signals this tightness and resentment. Mm. Right. So even though we are saying, sure, we'll do it, we are really angry and resentful and that comes mm. across. And so recognize that our verbal and our nonverbal communication needs to work in concert with each other mm -hmm. to communicate a very consistent no response is very important. The other thing is that the nonverbals have immense power in communicating that my no is not about you. Right. It is not a rejection of you. It is giving voice to who I am. So by smiling, by looking the other person, you know, directly in the eyes, by leaning forward, a light tap on the shoulder. These are all nonverbals that are relationship enhancing cues. And so even though you're saying no, you're communicating with your nonverbals that this no is not a rejection of the other person. And so nonverbals can be so powerful and being able to create that effective no response. There you have it, everyone. Now, of course, Vanessa doesn't want you to just go around saying no, no, no to every request that comes your way. There are things we should be saying yes to. 
either because they require so little effort on our part, which she calls pass the salt requests, or because they're things we're uniquely capable of doing and making a positive impact on others, which she calls hero's journey requests. She'll be back tomorrow to explain that framework. Also, I've got a special discount code to offer if you've ever thought of joining our Next Big Idea book club. Our curators, Susan Kane, Adam Grant, Daniel Pink, and Malcolm Gladwell, pick out the most interesting new nonfiction books and we ship them right to your door. You'll join our community of people who are working on creativity, leadership, relationships, and other life skills. Just go to nextbigideaclub.com and use discount code daily. I'm Michael Kovnett. See you tomorrow.